Praise Bless the Lord. Lord. Bless the Lord. Amen. Amen. We just going to start praising our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, hallelujah. I was saying in the, with the music playing, it meant no one else was on the line but okay. us. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I was listening to a song today, and I played it before, and that's um, Reverend Timothy Fleming's song saying, I got the devil under my feet. So I'm going to play that again because we need to make sure that he stays under our feet and not try to take over. Can you hear the music? Yeah. Okay. Not the devil under my feet. 
The Holy Ghost is holding him down, Lord. The Holy Ghost is holding him down, Lord. Praise the Lord. Welcome to the call. Praise the Lord. Listen to the song. I got the devil under my feet. Hallelujah. Reverend Timothy Wright. Glory to God. We got to put the devil under our feet, and we're going to let the Holy Ghost keep him under there. We don't want him to get back up. We want him to lay down and stay down or go and don't come back anymore. In Jesus' name. Satan is a liar and a deceiver, too. And if we are not careful, he'll try to trick you, too. Praise the Lord. Welcome to the call. Plunge into faith. Oh, I got the devil under my feet. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost is holding him down, y'all. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Glory to God. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will continue to rejoice and be glad in it because this is the day that the Lord has made. Praise the Lord. I would like to welcome everybody that's here with us this evening on the line for a plunge into faith. This has been, it started as a four-week series, and I asked Apostle Asia Francis if we could not extend it because I felt in my heart it was some more things that the Lord wanted us to get. Praise God. Amen. Amen. And before we get started, I'm wondering if I have any anyone that would like to volunteer and open us up in prayer. His mother, well, who's on the phone? <laughs> Praise the Lord. I'm not sure who's all on the line. Uh, uh, Pastor Drake. I thought I heard Minister Jack. Amen. Sheila. Praise the Lord. Sister Sheila, praise God. Amen. Well, I just asked the question if we had a volunteer to open us up in prayer. I will if you need. Please go ahead, Sister Sheila. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus and knowing that you are with us because there's more than one, two, or three. Actually, one can't be any two or three in agreement. And, Father, we thank you for your Holy Spirit being here with us to teach us about walking in faith and doing it better than we've done before, Father. 
Thank you for all that you're going to teach us. I ask you to open our ears to hear, our eyes to see, and our heart to be in tune with your heart, Father. And thank you for this evening. Thank you for each one who's on this line. Those that are supposed to be here, Father, get them to call in. And we thank you for everything that you're doing, for all you've done in the past, all you do today, and everything you have for the future. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you for such an awesome prayer. Amen. Yes, we are thanking the Lord for everything that he's already done, everything that he is about to do. Bless his name. Because we are in in expectation. Amen. Whatever it is that we've been asking God for, whatever it is that we say we need, we got to be looking, hallelujah, by faith for it to come through. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, I'm hoping and praying tonight, uh, men and women of God, that I won't be the only one talking. Amen. That <laughs> I would say, <laughs> oh, yes, praise God, praise God, praise God. Everybody knows I don't like to do all the talking. So I would love responses and scenarios and uh, even in this particular situation because we have been talking about plunge into faith for more than four weeks and we have started into a new month. Amen. So some of the people that have been with us from the beginning, do you have a testimony that you would like to give about plunge? Are you plunging into faith or something that you have learned since we have been doing this series? Amen. Having the volunteers to share any information. Amen. Praise the Lord. I have learned, praise God, thank you, Jesus, that has, even though we walk in faith and you just shared some strength on me to say that I've been waiting um, for an answer from my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and last week's lesson told me faith worketh patience. And let patience have a perfect work. And then you will be complete entire. And so I'm grateful because you always, you know, we we always need an injection from the Lord Jesus Christ concerning faith. And so it makes me wait, you know. Uh, Amen. Yes. It's good to get it from the Word of God. Amen. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. And thank you for sharing, Prophetess. Amen. We thank you for sharing. Amen. Praise the Lord. Anybody else have anything they would like to share about what you've learned so far? I heard you, I mean, uh, Sister Sheila, in the prayer make mention of some things, but do you have anything else that you would like to share with us? 
Yeah, I've been thinking, well, I was thinking when you were talking about the word plunge into faith. Uh-huh. And all I guess is faith is the thing that you run to. You don't walk. You don't tiptoe. You literally full out run. Mm-hmm. And walk to it. You're not, I mean, this is not, you don't get to the edge and tip your toes and go, oh, it's too cold or anything. You just need to run and plunge into it. And yes. just jump into it, and in the deepest part of it, even, is the best way. And then mm-hmm. you just have to relax the fact that God knows what he's doing, and you allow him full reign to do whatever it is he needs to do. Oh, amen. That is awesome. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much. For sharing that, and that is right. We don't tiptoe into faith. We plunge. And when we first start talking about it, we learned that plunge was when you would take a dive. You dive mm-hmm. right into it. No hesitations. Why? Because we, the Lord, wants us to give him every opportunity to do something for us that we cannot do for ourselves. So, and if we believe that he can do it, we say it all the time. But our actions, I know y'all heard this years ago, action speaks louder than words. Mm -hmm. Amen. So, we have to be proactive. Kids, amen. Not just uh, what what you call those people that just watch stuff. They'll never participate. What you call them? Passive. Okay, I didn't understand. I'm sorry. Passive. Passive. Oh, passive. They're not active. Not yeah. Right. They just watching. They're not doing. They're not doing anything. Procrastinators. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Observers. 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 Amen. Amen. So we got procrastinators, and then you got people that just uh, are passive, and then you have others that are observers. They might even know what to say and even what to do, but they are not being active. So if they're not right. active, they're sitting like a bump on a log. And who is they going to no. help? Nobody. It's not, it's not going to help anybody. So, you know, we've heard the scriptures years ago, God helps those who help themselves. Well, he wasn't talking about you going out, running around crazy, trying to make everything happen yourself for yourself because he wants us to depend on him. But he was talking about the things that we know to do. Those are the things that we should do. What is the first thing we should do if we have a situation and we don't know what to do about it? Run to God. Go to daddy God. Amen. Run to God, go to Daddy God, talk to Daddy God, pray to Daddy God, 
Hallelujah. Because he told us in his word to do what? Cast all our cares upon him, for he cared for us. Hallelujah. Amen. Cast. Throw it off. Don't try to keep it. Right. Amen. Get it. Get, get, throw it out. Put it. Get, and just get away from me. I don't want none of that on me. Um, was looking at. Well, I was in the kitchen and my husband was watching television. I think that was um, Jennifer Hudson, and they had a person that brought all these kind of wild animals on the show. And he said, "Baby, come look at this. This is an anaconda or something like that. A big old snake that could." grab you up and he was uh talking about it and i told him stop i don't want to hear that i didn't want to look at the stuff and i sure don't want to hear it so <laughs> i do not want to see um uh, and the kind of as a matter of fact i don't want to see any snakes okay i don't like snakes amen so but i want i do want to be aware if there's some danger around me, if there's something that's not like God that's going on on the inside of me, if I'm not aware of it, so I will be free to plunge into faith, free to trust God, to believe him for what he has said, because he has said, I never leave you, nor will I forsake you. I'll be with you until the end of the world. So we are never alone. Even if the enemy wants to make us think we're alone, just because there may not be another human being in your surroundings, but our Heavenly Father has already said that he is with us. Amen. Amen. Now, if you can remember those of you who have been with us ever since the beginning or right after the beginning, and if we have any first-time visitors on the line, we praise the Lord for you and say welcome, welcome, welcome to Plunge Into Faith. Can somebody tell me what faith is? The substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is trusting in God no matter what it looks like, sounds like, or feels like. Amen. There's also That's that now faith. Amen. Amen. And most of the time, when we have to have some faith, we do need it now. Amen. Amen. Bless God. Do anybody else have an, uh, another definition of faith? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. Faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now, this don't have nothing to do, do with the subject, but I could ask this question. How many of you, when you read your Bible, you read it silently? I do both. You do both. Okay. 
All right. Is there anybody else besides me and Pastor LaShonda that I don't read silently? I read out loud so I can hear myself read, and that scripture just that was just quoted, faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I'm doing the reading. I'm reading the word of God, and when I hear it, it is falling on fertile ground. And then it makes it easier for me to remember what I have read. So that's just a little side note for anybody else that just like to read silently. If you want to remember what you read, if you want to retain and stand on that word, you can read it out aloud. Amen. All right. Hallelujah. So we have learned so far that um, Christianity is called the great confession. We confess. When we got saved, we had to admit that we were sinners and we needed to be needed to be saved. Amen. So we need to believe, we had to believe and confess that we believe that Jesus was the son of God and that he came and that he was crucified for us so that we would have eternal life. So we had to make a confession. Am I right or am I wrong? Amen. Amen. We also learned that we have what we say. Now, in the scriptures, it says also, so a man think it, so is he. So if we don't think right about ourselves, but any way we think about ourselves, I remember years ago, and I, I actually heard a person on television uh, today as well, uh, when my husband was watching TV, but I remember I was always falling down. Every I had those um, what you call those legs when the I was pigeon toed, and I was always walking and always falling. So I remember falling to the ground, and I said, "Oh, you just a clumsy fool." I called I called myself that, but I was a little girl. I didn't know any better. I don't call myself that no more, <laughs> praise God, because I have what I say. I've learned that I have what I say. I said I learned that I have what I say. If anybody on the line besides me ever said something negative or derogatory about yourself, nobody. Okay, praise God. I'm glad you, you uh, never said I have, I have. You know, I have, for example, call a month, you big dummy. I'll call my own self a big dummy. 
Well, amen. And some things we think we just doing or saying in fun. But with this book that I've been reading, God's Creative Power, is is letting me know and learning me and teaching me that we are buddying with the enemy and don't even know it. We're talking bad about ourselves, and he's just loving that because y'all heard me say we killed the deal. Can anybody tell me what I meant by we killed the deal? Sister Sheila, do you know what I mean? Praise the Lord. Do, LaShonda, Pastor LaShonda, do you know what I mean when I say we killed the deal? Um, not unless you're talking about, like, the promises that are, were given to us. No. Okay, now I'm going to have to take you out to the scripture because y'all supposed to know that. Let's go let's go to James chapter one. And remember last week we talked about we have what we say. Correct? Uh-huh. And I said we have to watch our words. And why would I be so adamant? about watching what we say. Well, the Bible says we're snared by the words of our mouth. Well, that's what I was talking about from the beginning. And when he says you are snared by the words of your mouth, I said something to the effect that when we pray and we ask God for something, and then we go back, and say, oh, no, he ain't going to give it to me. Oh, no, I ain't going to get it. Oh, no, no, that ain't going to work. We are killing the deal. We are being snared by the words, the negative words in our mouth. That's exactly what I'm talking about. We we have to learn how to, and I think the Bible even tells us to speak slowly. Don't just, just, you know, just start saying stuff before you even heard what's going on, you know. So we have to be careful so that and so that we can get an understanding of whatever it is that somebody is trying to tell us. Because it might not even be what we think it is. Amen. Amen. Now, just like the prophet said earlier, about let patience have its perfect work is where we read in James chapter 1, amen, and starting at verse 2, he said, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptation. Knowing this, that the trying, T-R-Y-I-N-G, the trying or the testing of your faith, work it patient. So we, 
have to tell ourselves sometimes this is only a test. Do y'all remember how those salaries used to go off from the um, fire department to let everybody know that it was a storm was coming, a tornado, or even we were breaking out in war? They would pray that. And then somebody will come on the TV and say, "Oh, this, it, uh, this that was that was not a real emergency. But if it had been an emergency, you would have been told to go here, told to go there." Is anybody right, following what? Yeah. Amen. Amen. So oh. this is just a test. So since it's just a test. What we what is it that we don't need to do? Repeat the test for one. Repeat the test that somebody else come on. What else we don't need to do? Fail the test. Well, that'd be the same no. thing. No, same thing. Freak out. Get all upset and discombobulated and 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 you know frantic. Because that's not faith. Francis is fear. Amen. 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 That's what we have to do. Amen. So that's exactly what I'm talking about. That's why I say I love for you guys to talk back to me because we are all learning together. And I might not be able to say everything the way that it needs to be said, but uh, coming from someone else, saying the same thing, but saying it a different way so that somebody else can understand it better. Amen. This call is being recorded. So the woman of God had said, that scripture said, but let patience ever... That patience have her perfect work that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Because we could ask for what we want, but the Lord already told us that before we even called, he would answer us. Amen? Amen. And and why would he answer us? Unless he, I'm sorry. Because he loves us. Because he loves us. But I believe it's just like when he had asked Satan, have you considered my servant Job? He knew that Job was an upright man. I believe he knows the ones of us that really do trust him. Mm-hmm. That really mm-hmm. do have faith. So before we can ask, he says, oh, you know, I think she needs this right here. I'm just going to give this to her. Oh, Jesus. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Because that's what Isaiah 26 and 3 says. Can somebody get that? Isaiah 26 and 3. Thank you. 
Isaiah 26 and 3 says, Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. That's verse 3. That's it. Because he trusts in me. He knows who trusts, really trusts him. We're not just talking. We really mean, we really mean what we say. Right. He, didn't, he didn't say he wasn't going to get weak along the way because after all these tests and all these trials, the enemy be trying to put on us, and and, and that does wear you down sometimes. I yeah, told somebody the other day, I'm going to ask the saints of God every, after, every, after every service that I teach, whatever. Pray for me, y'all. That the Lord give me back my strength and I won't be attacked by the devil. I'm sick of him. I want him to go and leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get up and do like I need to do on Sunday morning. I was up, but I didn't even have a voice to sing. I was so tired and in my body. But I thank God apostles sent me a text that we're praying for you. We want you just press your way and call on in. And I, know your Lord, son, that's exactly what I did. I was obedient. I said, yes, ma'am. I called in. And she says, Apostle Ursa's on the phone. Let's pray. And the saints of God, they wasn't church as usual. They stopped doing church the regular way and started praying for me. Amen. And no, then no, she no. said, now, now, Apostle Earth, to do something that you couldn't do at first. Well, the first thing I started doing was singing. Hey, everybody know I know how to sing. <laughs> but I couldn't sing at first. I didn't have the strength. I didn't even, my voice still wasn't right. But I praise God. That the saints of God have already prayed. I already went before the Father for me. Even before I got on the line. But by being obedient to the woman of God, hallelujah, they prayed even harder and even longer. And I was able to do something that I had not done. And then I was able to get up and go to church. That afternoon, over to my sister and my brother-in-law's church. So they pray my strength back. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. We know that the the Bible says the prayers of the righteous ones avail it much. Amen. Uh Amen. So we know that we're going to have to live and walk by faith. Yes. Yeah, Amen. Amen. So again, we're going to have to watch what we say. But I'm not going to just keep just telling y'all this. I'm going to go ahead and and read. Now, we know that the Lord, our Father, created the world. He spoke it into existence. He didn't pick up his hand. He didn't pick up a plow. He didn't pick up a shovel or a water hole. He spoke the word into existence. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. 
So that lets us know that his words are powerful. Mm -hmm. His words are anointed. So we have to speak faith-filled words over ourselves, over our children, our grandchildren, our husbands, our wives, our siblings. We have to speak faith-filled words and not fear. I don't know. I don't think you need to go do that, man. No, no, I don't know. You know, we ain't never had nobody understand me that, 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 you know, that did that before. The devil is a lie. Don't speak no fear over me. And I do tell people that. When they say, uh, uh, I don't think that's, no, I don't want to hear that. No. If it is not the word of God, then I don't want to hear it. And you, I, and I'm, I'm just serious. I'm just serious. Do not allow everybody to speak stuff over you that you Amen. know is not right. So true. For real, cover yourselves. Let's um, let this stuff go into your ear gate. Might not bother you right now, but later on, and like you probably said, you know they are, they said I wasn't gonna never be nothing. They said I was dumb, and that's a lie. You're not done. And you are something. You are somebody. We are somebody. We are God's people. We are his children. And he has called us to do whatever it is that we are doing for his glory, whether men appreciate it or not, because we don't try to please men anyway. We want to please God. Pleasing man is not going to get us anywhere. May get us with some worldly goods and some worldly things, but it's not going to take us to heaven. Amen. So we need to speak faith, feel words, and faith-filled words will put us over. Faith-filled words will carry us. That's like being in the boat. Row, row, row your boat. As long as everybody's rowing together, rowing together, we're in that boat. We're in this boat right here. My God, we're rowing together. We're learning together. We're getting stronger and stronger because we are breaking bread together. We are learning the word of God. Hallelujah. And when you learn it, you don't keep it to yourself. You Mm -hmm. share with somebody else that might need the same information that we need. Oh, yeah. Amen. That's what we have to do. We can't want to get this stuff and keep it to ourselves. Sure, they may guarantee us that we're going to get stronger and we're going to do better. But don't you want to see your children do better as well? Your husband or your wife do better as well? Amen. I know I do. I just try not to correct everybody. Yes, Lord. Say that again. Amen. 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 And then when we are around people, we we can see that they don't know, then we can pray for them. That gives us an opportunity. 
And I'm not saying you can go up to him and say, hey, give me your hand, let me pray for you. That's not what I'm talking about. If the Lord allows you to see a particular situation and you know it's not a good situation, you can ask the Lord to move on their behalf. I'm riding down the road all the time, and I, I was riding down the road today, and there was a, a guy, and he looked disoriented. Uh, I can't even say the word. He was staggering. So I immediately started praying for him. He didn't hear me pray for him, but uh-huh. I prayed for him anyway. And from in secret. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I prayed for him anyway. Why did I pray for him? Because I am a child of God. I am a woman of God. Uh, and praying is part of my job. Amen. So when I see something that don't look right, instead of talking about people, pulling people down, I pray. Lord, touch them in the name of Jesus. They need your leadership. They need your guidance. But the enemy would love for us to say negative things about people. And That's even especially saying negative things about ourselves. So when we say negative things about ourselves, then we are holding ourselves in bondage. We are not allowing ourselves to go free. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Do that make sense? Amen. 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 That's all I'm trying to say. This is all I'm the Lord to show me. You know, I, I don't claim to be no expert at this. We are, like I said, we're learning together. But Amen. I praise God as I learn. I don't like. I do not mind sharing. In Proverbs chapter six, verse. One and two. Can someone find that and read it, please? And I want to show you in the word what I'm talking about. I know I'm like I tell y'all when I preach. I don't want y'all think I'm just preaching off the top of my head. So mm-hmm. I, I will come up with the scripture so you know I know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Which verse How is about, it? Uh, Proverbs six, chapter two. two. One and two. My son, if thou be surety for thy friend, if thou hast stricken thy hand with a stranger, thou art snared with the words of thy mouth, thou art taken with the words of thy mouth. One more, God. Please reread that again. My son, if thou be surety for thy friend, if thou hast stricken thy hand with a stranger, thou art snared with the words of thy mouth, thou art taken with the words of thy mouth. Thou art snared with the words of thy mouth, thou art taken with the words of thy mouth. Again, you have what you say. That's true. Amen. 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 Yes. And there's yes, another indeed. scripture I haven't found it that yet, but uh, so a man thinketh. Where is that scripture? Do anybody know where that one is? So a man thinketh, think so is he. Yes. Huh? As we see, so he is. Yes. That one is Proverbs, yes. Proverbs 23 and verse 7. Proverbs 23 and 7? Yes. Okay. Can you read that for us, please? 
For he, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, said he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. Amen. So he thinketh in his heart, heart, the soul. Yeah, the soul. Uh-huh. The way you think about yourself, so are you. I was talking to someone this, today, and I said, we got to dream big. We got to think big. Amen. Amen. We serve a great big God, our God that can do anything but fail. Come so on, why, we wanna think, why we want to think small? We got to do what Ephesians 3 and 20 says. Now unto him who is able, he is able to do. Mm-hmm. He's able to do it exceedingly and all that we can think or act. Above all that we can even think. Our little mind new uh, mind can't think that big. But he, he's able to do it. Yes, if we Lord, were listening. See, we stomp ourselves because we'll say, well, he might be able to do it, but I don't know if he will or not. Why would you think that? Because he told us if we ask, it shall be given. So all he wants us to do is ask and believe. Let's go to um, Mark 11 and 23, please. And, of course, Matthew 7 and 7, which I just quoted, was Jesus doing the talking. When he was the one said, if you ask, it shall be given. If you seek, then you will find, and if you knock, the door will be open unto you. But in Mark 11 and 23, Mark 11 and 23 reads, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he hath said shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he said. He shall who? He shall have whatsoever he said. He shall have whatsoever he said. Now, that's Jesus, and mm-hmm. Jesus cannot lie. So says, we're going to have go ahead. Let not a double-manded man ask anything of the Lord. Well, that's what James said. A mm-hmm. double my, uh, he should, double James said, he should, yeah, he shouldn't expect. Anything from the Lord. But my main point, what I'm trying to make, is when the enemy tries to bring doubt into our heart, 
We got to reject the doubt and tell him to get thee behind me, Satan. I believe the word of God. What did we, I say God created the heaven and earth with his word. I say there are power in his words, but there's power in our words too, because we are made in his image. Amen. Amen. But we we just need to learn how to say stuff correctly so we won't kill the deal. Amen. Or we won't keep ourselves in bondage. Right. Okay? Amen. Amen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Beg your pardon? Oh, I have someone I to share. Oh, This Good evening, Brother Daryl. I read last week, and this was, again, I'm reading out of God's Created Power. That's the, the title of the book by Charles Cap. And he uh-huh. says, it is fact. It is a spiritual law. It works every time it is applied correctly. This is a spiritual law. God never does anything without saying it first. Did you get that? God does God never does anything without saying it first. Somebody give me an example if you understand what I just read. Diamond Lamar? Huh? Okay. And he was Okay, so she like okay. quite an. You said God is not. The, well, can you repeat what you said again so I understand? I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Well, hold on a minute, Brother Derek, because I believe you just joined us. And so yeah, we. Yeah, yes, sir. So listen to me for a few minutes, and you'll probably get a better understanding, okay? So. Amen. Ma'am. And God said, let there be light, and there was light, and God saw the light, and it was good. And it was good. Okay. And what what else did we discuss about words? Your words. He said it, it is so. And his words will go out, and they will not return for it. Amen. Because we are speaking spirits. And then he also told us that the power of life and death is in the tongue. It's in our tongue. We can release ourselves, free ourselves, or we can continue to hold ourselves in bondage. Amen. So we have to watch what we say. But Jesus told us, in Mark 11 and 23, which the woman of God had already read, hallelujah. Mm-hmm. 
if you think the mountain be moved, the mountain will move. You know, and you just have to believe it. Speak it. There's uh, no doubt that's in our heart. But believe anything that God says that it's going to come to pass. That's what he's telling us. If I spoke it, it shall happen. And we can have whatsoever Amen. it is that he's saying to us. That's what he just said. You mm-hmm. can have whatsoever you say it. Amen. 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 So we are speaking spirit. So he is telling us to be an imitator, imitators of him. If God spoke the world into existence, when Jesus came on the scene, he spoke, he taught, he preached, he teached, he healed, he set free, but he spoke the word. He spoke the word to the fig tree that wasn't producing in the fig. He said, this day you're going to die. And they went on about their business and then coming back, one of them said, Master, that tree that you talked about is dead. He said, I know. Have faith in God. So there's power in our words, but we don't want to snare ourselves. That's what we read and 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 um what was that, the sixth chapter? Verses 1 and 2, what book was that, woman of God? That was James 1, verses 1 and 2, I think. No, Proverbs. Uh-uh. Proverbs uh-huh. chapter 6, verses 1 and 2. Amen. Amen. See, so we, we can hinder our own selves with our own words, okay? So we need to learn what to say or don't say it. I might say to uh, Pastor Lashonda, don't say it out your mouth. Don't say it out loud. Why? As long as you keep it in your mouth, then the enemy don't hear it. He can't right. take it and run with it. So if, you, if you're thinking bad or you're thinking wrong, hush your fuss. Close your mouth. Be quiet. Calm down. And then after you calm down, then have maybe a conversation. Amen. Amen. Uh-huh. I'm telling y'all Amen. what I tell me. I, I, I'm shoot. I'm walking this thing out just like I'm telling everybody else. We got to walk it out. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So, she uh-huh. says you saying something? I've got a Hello? question, okay? Hello, I've okay. got a question. Mm-hmm. Do you remember, and I'm terrible at telling you which book it's in, but remember the guy, that the um, centurion that came before Jesus to see if Jesus would heal his servants? Uh-huh. And Jesus says, your house, and the, and the centurion says, you, I'm not worthy for you to come to my house. All you need to do is speak the word, and it, it will exactly be done. Will, and it will be done. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. he, he put himself up there with Jesus saying, I, I, I'm a man of authority too, and I tell this mm-hmm. one to go, and I tell that one to go. Amen. You're surely right, Sister Sheila. That's right. And we are speaking spirits. But the only thing I'm trying to get over to us right now is we don't, we don't want to partner with the enemy Right. To say negative and nasty things about ourselves. 
Because he's mm-hmm. loving it when we do. When I call myself mm-hmm. now, I, the Lord know I didn't know what I was saying when I was six or seven years old and I fell and called myself a, clum, a clumsy fool. He know I didn't know any better. But now if I fall now and call myself a clumsy fool, I need help. I need y'all to really pray for me. Amen. 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 So, and the Bible already says greater is he. So people will, will say nasty and dirty things to you, but the Bible says greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So we got to resist. Those mm-hmm. things that they say, and when I say resist, I'm not talking about having no fist fight, because we already know we're not fighting against flesh and blood. Right. Somebody mm-hmm. tell me, who, who are we fighting against? Principalities and wickedness in high places. That's mm-hmm. it. Principalities, spiritual wickedness, and high places. But he does. Those demons, those imps, they do get into people that we know and love and care for. So the the sad thing is we really do get mad, you know, like, bro, who are you? What's up like that? Don't I? You won't talk to me like that. So we have to learn. Praise the Lord. You have to oh, learn how to back up, walk away, and pray. Or pray in it right there in the midst of it. And you don't have to Come pray on, out now. loud. Come either. on. Yes, Lord. In the Amen. midst of it. In the midst of it. In yes. the midst of it. Amen. Uh-huh. Yes, Lord. So, so we sing that song, there's power in the name of Jesus. Oh, yeah. But he has given us that same power. Didn't he tell his mm-hmm. disciples that they were going to do greater things, the things that they saw him do, but they were also going to do greater things? Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. All right. So God is a faith God. Did you get that? God is a faith God. God never does anything without saying it first. God released his faith. He released his faith and words. Thank God we can read. Thank God we can comprehend and we can understand. But we have we haven't always been able to do that, read and comprehend. But now that we can, Amen. Thank you, Father. Amen. We have faith in God and God is faith. Amen. Amen. So, Brother Darrell, when you got on the line and I was asking um, everybody, what does that mean that 
God never does anything without saying it first. It's like kind of like we are imitators. It's like if you had a if you followed the footsteps of your your parents. Like uh, my mama was a cook, and not only was she a cook, she uh, was also a housekeeper. So she had many different jobs. She was and but she was a beautician. She went to school to be a beautician. So she had many different talents and traits. And so one of us, me or my sister, one of us could have came after her. I opened a restaurant. She never opened a restaurant. She worked for someone uh, as a mm-hmm. cook at their restaurants, as a matter of fact, two places. And in, in her housekeeping, uh, she was uh, working for the Caucasian people when she was raising us here in Texas, and so she cooked for that, those families. But then when I got married, me and my husband wanted a restaurant, and the Lord led us to a building, and we got the building, had to fix the building, and oh, but we opened the building, and we had a, a restaurant. So I kind of followed in her footsteps of cooking. Right. So it's like we want to follow in the footsteps of Jesus because Jesus followed in the footsteps of God. He even Mm -hmm. said, I'm not doing none of this on my own. I'm only doing what my father said to do. So if we become uh, imitators of him, of Christ, not acting like we holding you then by. I'm not saying nothing like that because I think God, I believe Christ was an humble man. I believe to my heart that he was humble and loving, and he only became aggressive if he needed to. Back when he was in there cleaning, cleaning out the temple. But uh-huh. other than that, he was, to me, a jolly-go-lucky type of guy. Anybody could come uh-huh. up to him and sit down and talk to him. He didn't, run, he didn't run them away. That's why the Pharisees and the Sadducees were talking about him because they said he was eating with sinners. He was in their houses. He wasn't trying to go where all the rich folks was and hang out. He went to the people where there was a need. Amen. Uh-huh. So, praise God. He's worthy of the praise. Thank you, Jesus. So, we know that God is faith. And Jesus said, have faith in God. Uh Amen. Amen. So that's what he wants us to do. Now, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1. And I believe I'll put that scripture after this week on the group text. I don't know if everybody read it. But when I put it out there, and just like Apostle, when she puts stuff out there, she wants us to see 
and she wants us to be able to read it. Amen. So that we'll get an understanding. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1, please. And Brother Darrell, I know you like to read, so I'm going to ask you to read that for me, please. Uh, no problem. Five, I'm, I'm pulling it up now. Chapter 5, verse 1. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Okay, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1. Mm-hmm. Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. See, I told you I want to show it to you in the Word, and you know I'm not just talking off the top of my head. But be ye therefore. Say it again, Brother Darrell. Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. So followers is the same as imitators. Okay, because right. I'm, re- I'm reading the NIV. So the NIV uh-huh. says, therefore, be imitators of God. The scripture he just read says, huh? there, brother, there. By, they, it said, be ye therefore followers of God as dear right. children. Don't Okay, yeah, don't put your scripture when I ask you to read, because I will come back and ask the question, and then you have to look for it. So, amen. All right. So that's, I read the NIV. Which uh, Bible did you read, Brother Dale? Uh, King James Version. got to be King James Version. King James. Okay, well, praise God. What's my yeah, point? King James they made, okay, so they made the different versions may have changed the name, but it's the same thing. We need to be imitators uh-huh. of Christ. Uh-huh. Amen. So the book says, to imitate God, you must talk like him. Mm-mm. You must talk like him. I don't think he was doing no cursing and fussing, no, y'all. You must talk like him. Uh and act like him. So he wasn't out there having brawls, what you call those fights and stuff like that. So if we got any of that going on, we're going to need to put that aside. Lay it down, let it go. Shake it off. Amen. So to imitate God, amen. I don't care if nobody else is going to say amen. Thank you, woman of God. It'd be good if everybody say amen. If you, if you, if all I'm doing is reading and 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 reading the word and just expounding on the word, I'm not saying nobody's acting like that. Glory to uh, God. Amen. 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 Lord, thank you, Jesus. Amen. But if a situation should suddenly come upon you, if it has anything ever suddenly come upon you? That you wasn't looking uh-huh. for and you wasn't aware of. Amen. Uh-huh. So we, amen. We, we want, amen. We want to imitate God 
So you to imitate God, you must talk like him and act like him. Now that don't sit well with a bunch of people. I just want you to know. Yeah. Okay. Because a lot of people don't like the fact that we don't get involved in a whole lot of things like the world. Now, I like having fun. I love having fun. I like going bowling. Uh-huh. I like playing dominoes. You know, simple stuff. Walking through the park. Riding a bike. But I'm not going out boozing. Okay? I'm not trying to do it. And if anybody try to get me to do it and I tell them no, they get mad. They just get mad. That's not the way I live. That's not the way I walk. Amen. Amen. So the author is saying right here, he says, to imitate God, you must walk like him and act like him. He would not ask you to do something you are not capable of doing. Is that right? Amen. Amen. Right. Not at all. So everything that he's asked us to do, he knows. I'm not even say he feels like. No, he knows that we can. Uh-huh. But the problem is, uh, just like Jonah, Jonah could have went to Nineveh the first time. But he did not because he didn't want to because he already made some assumptions of what Daddy God was going to do. He knew that Daddy God was merciful and he was kind and he was going to forgive Nineveh. He wanted Nineveh to be wiped up off the map. But that's not our job. We can't tell Daddy God what to do. Amen, amen. Mm -hmm. And Uh who to do it to. Amen. But Jesus operated in the faith principles of Mark 11 and 23, which mm-hmm. we already discussed because the woman of God read it for us. But also, let us go to Matthew, the book of Matthew, the 17th chapter and the 20th verse. And anybody that needs to get off, you can get off. I know I've gone past an hour, but I I don't feel the urge to stop. Bless God. 17 and 20. I have it if you need to read them. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, go ahead, man of God. Matthew 17th chapter, 20th verse. And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, If ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say uh-huh. unto his, this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place. And it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Thank you Amen. Now, let, let's think about that. In, in, in that particular scripture, Jesus said, and he said, if you have faith, but I'm not even, tell me how many times he said, if you say. Do you see the word say? How many times is say? S-A-Y. Say is speaking. Like like twice a month, twice. 
Huh? I see the word say like twice. S A Y. What am I getting at? Say. You're speaking it. You are speaking it. Amen. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And what did I talk about earlier? When you read, read out loud so you can hear what you're saying. Because of the mm-hmm. scriptures that says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. And let's go back to Mark 11 and 23 and dissect it. Mark 11 and 23. Say that one more time. Okay. And so, woman of God, go ahead and read again, please. Mark 11. Mark 11 and 23. Mm -hmm. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say. Come back, mama. That's. So he say, verily, verily, I who say unto you, say. So I'm, that's what I'm, when I say we're going to die sick, I want to see how many times do we see the word say and then capitalize on that for me, okay? Okay, mm-hmm. would you start over, please? Yeah. For verily, I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said unto that he said shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he said. How many said and says did you count in there? Four. Four. You have two things he said. Say it, say it, S-A-I-C-H. Amen. So say and say or said, the point is speaking, not murmuring, not writing it down, but say. So if we're going to be imitators, we're going to have to learn how to say. Now, I know we can say because we can tell somebody off in the minute if they make us mad, right? I gave them a piece of my mind. We don't want to give nobody a piece of our mind. In Jesus' name, amen. We want to try to keep our mind stayed on Jesus and let him keep it in perfect peace. He said he'll only keep it in perfect peace. According to Isaiah 26 and 3, if we keep our mind stayed on him. So we don't want to give nobody else our mind. Bless God. But we are speaking spirit and spirits, and he is saying whatsoever you say or when you say, when you speak. So these are action words. Say, said, saying, action. You're putting action. Now, I said something earlier at the beginning of the lesson. I said, Faith without works is dead. What am I saying? You got to say something. You got to do something. You got to say in this instance what the Lord is saying. 
Hello? Amen. 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 Lord is saying. So we got to learn how to Is someone else saying something when I'm saying something? I'm trying not to. I just didn't want to ask another question. Okay, Wanda. So when we say things with our mouth, we're speaking it into the atmosphere around us, which is controlled by the enemy, right? So when we Mm -hmm. say with our mouth, we're supposed to say, then it changes that atmosphere? Exactly. Whether you say anything good or bad. So that's why I say you have what you say. Amen. That's why I say watch what you say. I say be quiet. I tell myself, Eartha, shut up. Hush. You understand? I'm, and I'm talking, I'm telling the truth. I tell y'all, I tell the truth on me. I mm-hmm. told somebody today. I was on the line with them today, and, and, and I just broke it down to them. I said, uh, the, the Bible says, so a man thinketh, so is he. So if I'm having a conversation with somebody, and I'm telling them what thus said the Lord, and if they don't want to hear what I'm saying, I'm not going to get in no argument or no debate because I don't argue and debate. And she said, really? Uh-huh, I don't. And then I went a little bit further and said why I don't argue or debate. Amen. Uh-huh. Amen. I'm trying to keep, I say all the time, I'm trying to stay safe. What does that mean? If I keep letting people work my nerve, I may have to whoop their butt. So rather than whip their butt and go to jail, okay, uh-huh. you better hope and pray I stay covered under the blood. So let me keep on praying while I'm praying. Let me keep studying and reading the word. Let me try to let me keep trying to get all this stuff on the inside of me, so I know how to act mature. I believe it was Pastor Lashonda, you still with us? I was trying to see if she was still with us because I was on the phone talking to her this morning, and it was someone driving behind her. And she says, wait a minute, Mama, let me move over and let this person back. She said, I thank God he has, he has changed, Shonda, because I remember when I would have said something. You know, road rage. But when you can think about the way you used to be, how you used to be, but you're not like that no more. She said, that's a sign of maturity. That's what Amen. we want the Lord to do. We want to be mature because Acting unseemly is not being mature. Amen. 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 Fighting with people in public. That ain't right. We we don't need to do it. And people would do that. They they would try to front you. I'm talking about people that's not saved, and even some of the ones that are saved if they think they can. I'm going to take that back. It ain't just the saved folks. Is the mother folks too. 
The enemy, mm-hmm. again, like I say, the Bible says what Jesus said, that Satan, he came to rob, kill, what? Steal and to destroy. He mm-hmm. comes to try to break up families. He comes to try to kill the family relationship, whether it be your natural family or your uh, your spiritual family. He tries to sow discord. But it's up to us to put him on the run and to put him under our feet. Come on now, yes. And not let him have control over us. Mm-mm. No way. We have control over the situation because we are doing what the Bible says, casting our cares upon Jesus, casting our cares upon the Lord because he cares yes, for us. us. Thank Amen. you, Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Now... We're almost getting to the end. He's elaborating on the fact, hallelujah, Jesus operated in the faith principles of Mark 11 and 23 and Matthew 17 and 20. And we have read both of those scriptures. And we have dissected them to see how many times he spoke or he said the word say or saying. Amen. So he he says, Jesus spoke to the wind and the sea. Mm -hmm. Can somebody tell me what was that particular situation about? About the storm. I would assume God is speaking speaking out in the atmosphere with himself into life or how things will okay. be if you walk in his footsteps. Amen. Amen. So what I'm trying to get at, and I think somebody else was going to answer me, what was the scenario where, it was where Jesus spoke to the wind and the sea? He was on the boat, and he was down in the boat sleeping, and the disciples were up on the boat, and there come up a storm, and tossing the ship around, they got scared, and they wanted to know why he was down there just sleeping peacefully, and when they went down and got him so that he could do something about what was going on, and he came up and told, um, said, peace, be still. Amen. He said he it. He spoke it out. Yeah. Amen. And what did he tell them? That if they had enough faith, they would have done the same thing. Basically, I'm paraphrasing it. Basically. Amen. Did they? Yeah. They went and woke Jesus up. Now, Jesus is on the ship. He's on the boat. Now, we know that he is the savior of the world. So anybody should have known wasn't nothing going to happen bad while Jesus was on the ship. But they didn't. They became fearful. Mm -hmm. And when it woke him up, and I think somebody said, Curse thou not. 
that we perish. Right. So that meant they said something stupid out their mouth. Okay. So they woke him up. So he came up from in the bottom of the boat and came up and spoke to the wind and to the sea. So he spoke. So we're speaking spirit. Okay. Then there was another scenario where he spoke to demons. Can anybody tell me which one of those scenarios? What was that about? Is that the one when he spoke to the one that said, our name is Legion or Legend or something like that? Mm-hmm. And first of all, Jesus never let the demons actually speak. He told them what to do, but he told them to come out. And he told them I what think, to do. He did not allow them to speak. Thank you for uh, make, making mentioning of that, Sister Sheila. Go ahead. And he told the demons to come out, and I believe that was the one that he cast them into the... Um, Heard of animals and they ran off the cliff. Yeah, they had to go oh, into the swine. Right. right. Amen. So again, there's another scenario where Jesus spoke. All right, and we I've already brought up the one where he spoke to the fig tree. Mm-hmm. Cursed it. Now he even. I'm sorry, what are you saying? Prophetess, were you saying something? Not me. Okay. Okay, all right. He even spoke to dead men. Yes, I'll give me one dead man that he spoke to. Somebody. Huh? Last. Why did he why did he speak to Lazarus? Somebody gotta explain it to me now. He told Lazarus to get up. So Lazarus was just sleeping, you know, just get up. So he wasn't just hanging out. Lazarus I was in the tomb, right? Supposed to be dead, right. He was supposed to be dead and Jesus he that's, that's been dead. He brought him back to life. Brought him back from and the dead. Him, and wait a minute, they had him in the mommy suit and everything. Mhm. Uh-huh. And the sister said he had been dead, was it three or four days? Four days. Oh, four days. Mm-hmm. And then one of them said he probably stinked by now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just told Lazarus to come out. You know, come out from the dead. You know, move the stone. Come on, come on now. Mm-hmm. The people that could hear him tell Lazarus to come forth, so they could understand the power of God over death and everything else, right? Uh-huh. Well, if anybody remembers, he had already told when they sent for him, he didn't go mm-hmm. right away. He, he knew not to go right away. He wanted them to go through the process that they had to go through so that when he went and spoke and Lazarus Lazarus rose from the dead, they knew for sure 
Daddy God had did it. That God got the credit and not man. Okay. He wanted them to believe and to That's see it. his glory. That's it. Amen. All right. So he spoke to the fig tree. He spoke to uh, the wind and the sea. He spoke to dead men. Amen. Mm-hmm. And all Amen. of these things were obedient to him. Right. So, but also, Jesus also waited. He wanted his disciples to believe. That's why he waited as long as he did to raise Lazarus from the dead. And then he wanted them to prove his faith. He wanted to see their faith and belief in him. Yeah. Amen. 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 And again, he operated in the God kind of faith. Faith. Oh, yeah. Then I say, God is a faith God. Amen. Amen. And God. Yes, Sheila. No, go ahead. No, sweetie, go ahead and ask, ask your question. The book that you um, said in the beginning, the one that you have by Charles Caps, is that a little bitty book? Like a little not tiny a pocket little. book? No, ma'am. It's no, ma'am. It's not. Stuff, right? Huh? It's got scriptures for healing and things in it because it's the creative oh, power yeah. of the word, right? Uh huh. Yes, ma'am. would get it. I, I, you can get a pocket version of that book for two dollars. But if you will take that book and take any one scripture from it about the healing and stuff, and repeat that every single night and see what it does, get the concept of what Jesus is doing and why we need to say it. You can feel the energy. You can feel it getting stronger every time you say it. Well, amen, and I I believe that. And in actuality, I thought we was going to get to some part of that tonight. Um, as a matter of fact, before we get off, or by the time we get off, I'll send send out what I did do earlier. So yes, Sister Sheila, but no, thank God it's not a little bitty pocketbook, but it it has the same stuff in it. Amen. So we are learning that. He operated, Jesus operated in the God kind of faith. Now, and the reason he spoke to his disciples like he did, he said, oh, ye a little faith, or you couldn't do it because you didn't have faith. He was trying to teach them and show them how to really have faith and don't waver and don't doubt because that's what he said, if you believe it, you got to believe it. You can't be, oh, it may or it may not. Well, what if it don't? Because that what if it don't, that's another thing that kill. And I say kill the deal. But if you already pray for something and then you're going to go back saying, what if it don't? Well, it may not. Then no, you ain't going to get it. Okay? Amen. You feel me? So now you got to start over again. Have faith in God. That's what we got to learn how to do. Amen. Amen. To have faith in God. That God kind of faith. 
that 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 bulldog type of faith that once you grab hold of it, you don't want to let it go. Amen. Amen. So God is a faith God. God released his faith in words. Jesus was imitating his father and getting the same results as his father. And in John 14 and 12, that's one scripture I like for us to read, John 14 and 12. Only verily I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he also do, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Amen. 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 He that believe it, so we already know about being a speaking spirit, but we got to believe. We got to be receptive of whatever it is that we are believing for. And once we believe it, when somebody give you something, a gift, what are you supposed to say? Thank you. Thank you. You start thanking him in advance, even before you receive it. That's what faith is. If you can see it, then it is not faith. It is not faith. It's not faith if you can see. I believe God. I be ready to call a lot to my believe God. I'm fit to get this 2012 call. But you, at, yeah, you are. You already there. You got your money for your down payment and everything. All you got to uh-huh. do is go in there and negotiate with the man. But what, you know, what am I saying? Be an imitator of your father. Believe on what he said. See, and if we would practice this, this is this is the hardest thing. This part right here, being a being speaking spirits and believing, is difficult. It seems to be difficult. We read it on paper, and 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 while we're talking about it, we do understand it. But now we're gonna get an opportunity to prove it. What am I talking about when I say, has anybody had an opportunity to plunge into faith today? Today, is, is, Have you had a trial that seemed off the wall, that seemed very, very difficult, but God came in and he fixed it? Amen. He worked out on your behalf. He worked. Did you believe for anything in particular today. Amen. So that's what he's trying to get us. He's trying to get us, like I said at the beginning of, of, of this plunge into faith, that our having faith would be second nature. It actually probably would become number one past eating. You know, if you like to eat or not, right? Amen. So, Amen. I think the Lord wants us to want to love having faith and trust in Him more than we like eating. Amen. That means we'll put Him first. 
We'll think of what he wants us to do first. We'll ask him, Lord, what you want me to do first. Jesus. And because that's what he told us to do in Matthew 6 and 33, uh, my God. Actually, you start at the 24th verse and go on down to 34. He tells us, uh, think, uh, don't even worry about tomorrow, what we're going to eat, what we're going to wear and put on. You know what I'm saying? Because he, he, then he talks about how he, they feeling the fixing, uh, feeding the birds, the fowls in the air, and then the lilies in the field. They look better than Solomon and all that. You know, he's already saying, I'm God. I can do anything but fail. Amen. But we got to get it so in us so that can't nobody shake our faith. Shake our faith. That's what I'm talking about. We don't need our faith to be shook, and we're going to be tested. Believe you me. That when Job's children and cattle and all that stuff, when all that stuff was taken, the enemy thought Job was going to curse God and die. That's what he told God. But Job did not. Even when his crazy wife came to him and told him, you need to curse God and die. Job said, woman, you must be foolish. And she was. We can we got to hold on regardless. We gotta keep standing. And I love the fact that our Lord and Savior is always sending us words of wisdom and knowledge and understanding. He's always giving us messages that I love you, I care for you, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I am always with you. Amen. Well, I'd like to thank you guys for joining us again tonight for Plunge Into Faith. Again, thank you for the opportunity to let me help facilitate this. I don't want to be the facilitator uh, by myself. That's why I ask that you take part in, in it with me and speak. So before I get ready to dismiss the line, is there anything that anybody wants to say or needs to say? Amen. In Jesus' name. The lesson that I received was showing God telling us to mature. I like when you testified about, I saw someone staggering and I prayed. A baby saint might not have prayed person. And the lesson is showing us move from babyhood to maturity. And I like you had at least four scriptures. One is was in um James, another one was in Proverbs, uh another one was in Matthews. It was the words that you speak will be a snare against you and those scriptures that I saw about maturity was the word perfect how many times have I heard people say I'm not perfect nobody's perfect mm-hmm. and I stay quiet to myself is that what God said that's not what God said Amen. God is perfect. 
God is perfect. And if and because we are born of him, that's us perfect. The 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 process from babyhood to maturity, which is perfecting that which concerning us, the lesson is feed spoon feeding us. The the understanding of the word of God's faith in his word. If he says, Be ye holy for I am holy, that is what we are. And so many times say, I'm not perfect, ain't nobody perfect. Excuse me? But if you're born of the spirit and the water, you are perfect. Uh, A tadpole is still a frog. A fetus is still a baby, a human being. Even though it's not walking, talking, singing, dancing, it's still what it is. And we need to wake up and and, and humble ourselves and say what God says. And that's what the lesson is saying. In my ear tonight. Praise the Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you for sharing, woman of God. Amen. In Jesus. Yes, amen. 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 Powerful. Powerful. Praise the Lord. The lesson is teaching us. We are born of Him. We're in the process of maturing, and we are what He says that we are, and we need to stop snaring our own self negating mother you said it the best way the way you said it but i understood what you were saying don't say amen. what god don't say. Mm-hmm. amen amen praise the lord amen and so that's why the we author stop was thinking with our natural mentality and think what our spiritual mother already said we're spirit beings we got to think and speak like spirits not like human Amen. beings. That's the flesh. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. So the author said these principles of faith are based on spiritual laws. They work for whoever will apply these laws. You set them in motion by the words of your mouth. Amen. And I think I asked this question last week. Do you really want all the negative things you have been confessing to come to pass? That's a question. Are you believing for all of those negative things to come to pass? I'm not, and I sure don't want all the negative things I thought <laughs> and said to come to pass. Amen. Amen. So he said, if Jesus came to you personally, if Jesus came to you personally and said from this day forward, everything you say will come to pass, that everything you say will happen exactly as you say it, what... He said, would you change your vocabulary? I believe I would. So I want to start changing my vocabulary now. Amen. Praise the Lord. Again, thank everybody for being with us tonight. Hallelujah. Praise God. We're going to go ahead. Praise the Lord. I thank thank you guys for being on the line.
God is good and he is worthy to be praised. And I thank you for reading yes, the scriptures tonight. And thank everyone for sharing. Uh, prophetess, again, thank you uh, for sharing the word of God. And it's Sister Dean, is that, how do you say your name? Because I know, I know your voice. I just want to know how to say your name. I, uh, say your last name Ardina? for me. Evangelist yes, ma'am. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. Uh, appreciate you. I, said, I know your boys. I didn't want to mess your name up. <laughs> yes, I came on a little bit late, but I didn't want to interrupt. I just fell right in. <laughs> but yes, ma'am, and I appreciate you for falling right in and for also reading. Would you mind dismissing us, please? Sure. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come in your presence one time, Father. One more time, Lord God. We just want to give you the glory, the honor, and the praise, God. Thank you, Father God. We thank you for the impartation tonight. We thank you for everything that was being said and done, Lord God. God, we thank you, Lord God, that we were able to SG this word, Lord God. And Father, let this word, Lord God, that we take it in, hide it in our hearts, that we might not sin against you, dear Lord God. And as we grow more into you, dear Lord God, that we will continue to be who you want us to be, Lord God. And Father, you say at thy word, dear Lord God, whatever it is that we need, whatever we are seeking, Lord God, we can just take it at your word, dear Lord God. Because if you said it, Lord God, it is so, dear Lord God. As you have not given us the spirit of fear, but that of power, that of love and that of a sound mind, dear Lord God. Thank you for what you're doing in our lives, dear Lord Jesus. Father God, we thank you, Lord Jesus, in the absence, Lord God, of our apostle, dear Lord Jesus, that you, Apostle Francis, God, you continue to bless her, dear Lord God, in the name of Jesus, dear Lord God. And God, for our evangelist, even right, Lord God, for doing this lesson on tonight, we bless that you will bless her abundantly and above all that she can think or act, dear Lord God, in the name of Jesus. And as we go our separate way, Lord God, you be with us, dear God. You give us good night rest there lord god until we all can meet again in jesus name we say agape love amen agape love amen thank you guys again see you next friday god bless bye amen agape love everybody have a good weekend thank you bye-bye
Which one's old? 